let's be on our feet as we just sing. Choir, please help me to sing this song. I am victorious. Yes, I am victorious. Glory be to God who has given us victory. Hallelujah, I am victorious. Yes, I am victorious. Glory be to God who has given us victory. Victory, I am victorious. Yes, I am victorious. Glory be to God who has given us victory. Victory, I am victorious. Yes, I am victorious. Glory be to God who has given us victory. Oh, victory, say, I am victorious. Oh, yes, I am victorious. Glory be to God, who has given us victory. Victory, I am victorious. Yes, I am victorious. Glory be to God, who has given us victory. Oh, victory, I am victorious, yes, I am victorious, glory be to God, who has given us victory. I want to say, Lord, put a new song in my mouth, put a new song in my mouth, a new song of victory. A new song of breakthrough. Are you praying that prayer with the whole of your heart? Lord, here I am tonight. Put a new song in my mouth. Here I am tonight on behalf of my household. Put a new song in our mouth. Jesus, I want to sing a new song. When it was the turn of Hannah, Hannah began to sing a new song. When it was the turn of the whole of Israel, Oh, the woman led the old nation to sing a new song. Lord, give me a new song. Give me and my household a new song. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for what you are said to do in our midst. Lord, I pray every one of us. You will give us a new song in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight, teach us your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we have sung, let there be miracles in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let there be healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let no one go back home the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. Meet every one of us at the very point of our needs tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please help me congratulate your neighbor. Say you are welcome into the presence of your God. And you will not go back the same in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. You can please have your seat. 
Tonight we'll be talking on the topic Victory over storms. Victory over storms. In other words, we're talking of having all round peace. All round peace. Let's turn our Bible to Mark chapter 4. We're going to be reading verses 36 to 41. Mark chapter 4, verses 36 to 41. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm. There arose a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the inner part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awaked him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. There was a great calm. It started with a great storm and ended with what? Every great problem in your life. Today we hand in great testimonies in the name of Jesus. That great battles you are going through, we end in great victory today in the name of Jesus. I don't know how great your challenges may be, but all I know is according to these scriptures, that great challenge will turn to great miracles in the name of Jesus. Now pay attention to this word as we'll be going through this word tonight. The Bible says as Jesus Christ was teaching, there was miracles happening. So I want you to exercise your faith tonight as the world will be going forward. When I mention something that looks like the challenges you are going through, I want to begin to pray in your heart that Lord today, this great challenge must turn to great miracles in my life. Did you hear that prayer point? I don't know how great your challenges may be, but all I know is no matter how great it is, the opposite is what God is going to give you in a great dimension today in the name of Jesus. Yes. Verse 40, and he said unto them, why are you so fearful? And that is the issue now. Is your storm making you to be fearful? Jesus is asking you, why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And verse 41. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. 
I want you to pray and say, Lord, let my storm obey your voice today. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, speak to my storm and let my storm listen to your voice and be calm in the name of Jesus. Let every challenge I'm passing through tonight hear your voice. When you spoke to that storm, peace took over. Lord, let peace take over every storm in my life, every storm in my household. Lord, speak your word into my situation and let peace prevail. Let your peace prevail in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Storm we all know represent anything unpleasant in the life of a man. It represents anything that looks like trouble, disturbance, lack of rest, pain, sorrow, inconveniences, challenges, mountain, no matter what you want to name it. Those are what the Bible calls storms. Anything that does not align with the perfect will of God in your life is a storm. And of course, the opposite of it is peace. And of course, you know the meaning of peace? Calmness, joy, peace, rejoicing, happiness, wonderful. Everything going smoothly, wonderfully in your life. Now what I'm glad to announce to you tonight that you have come unto the Prince of Peace. Amen. I say you have come unto the Prince of Peace Amen. and you will go back with perfect peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see that in Isaiah 9, 6. The Bible calls him the Prince of Peace. And Jesus demonstrated this in that text that we wrote, that we read. When there was storm, and the disciples were afraid. But when they awoke Jesus from the sleep, he demonstrated who he was. And who, of course, who he is, is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He said, peace be still. And I understand that up to tomorrow, scientists find out that that same spot where Jesus said, peace be still, there's never been storm in that place again. That's a spot. But Jesus said, peace be still. There have never been any commotion in that place again. Because the Prince of Peace already spoke to it. I speak calmness to every storm in your life today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, Romeo, let my voice come out here. Yeah? I make it deep, remove the treble. However, your peace is only guaranteed if Jesus is in your boat. Can you imagine what would have become of the disciples, the twelve of them, if Jesus was not in that boat with them? First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven says, "But thanks be." To God, First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven, but thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, which giveth us the victory over storm 
through our Lord Jesus Christ. So the question is, is Jesus in your boat? Or you have left him at the shore? Or you have chosen to relocate from the boat where Jesus was? Thinking that this is old school boat. I want a new boat. Is Jesus in your boat? John 14, 27. John 14, 27. Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the word giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Why? Because Jesus is in your boat. But if Jesus is not in your boat, <laughs> be afraid and run to him. John 16, 33. John 16, 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. Why? I have overcome the world. Is Jesus in your boat? I want to go through seven types of storms. Seven types of storms that I believe God is going to deliver us from tonight. And as I mentioned all this, if any one of them represents the storm you are going through, please, I've told you, say, Lord, this great storm turned into a great miracle in my life. These great challenges in my life turned into a great solution in my life. I'm going to be mentioning several of them. And I want to be in prayer mode with faith, exercising your faith that, Lord, tonight I must not go back with this storm because I know Jesus is in my boat. I am not permitted to go back home with this storm. Number one type of storm, health storm. It comes with sicknesses, diseases, and pain. It comes with all manners of issues in your body. And doctors have turned you to a research venue, or whatever you call it. They are always looking forward to see when else you come. Oh, we are going to get another dimension of medicine today. It's coming. Health storm. In Matthew 5, 25 to 34, Matthew 5, 25 to 34, we see there the story of the woman with the issue of blood for a whole 12 years. If you know women when they go through the monthly circle, the five days or four days, whatever, or the seven days, depending on the individual, you know what they go through. But this woman went through it for how many days? Twelve years. Twelve times three sixty-five days. That is hell on heart. But thank God, because my Bible says in verse twenty-nine, Mark five twenty-nine, and straight away the fountain of her blood dried up, and she felt in her body 
that she was healed of a plague. But she did something before then. She said, if I must but touch the hem of his garment, I know I shall be made whole. And that is what I've asked you to do tonight. Exercise your faith. The Lord, tonight, this earth issue in my body must disappear because I have come unto you. And that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. In John 5, 2 to 9, we see there the story of a man 38 years with infirmity. 38 years of hell on heart. 38 years wasted with no achievement. 38 years of tribulation, of calamity in, a life, in his life. But when he had an encounter with King of Kings, the Prince of Faith himself, that storm was calmed. And the Bible says in verse 9, John 5, 9, and immediately, you see it again, not later on, immediately the man was made whole. That is why I know you are not permitted to leave this place today with that same storm in your life in the name of Jesus. If you still think health is not storm, including headache, then go and ask people that have just been given a verdict by doctor. The brother, you have cancer, and you only have six months to live. That is what they call what? Storm. There was a story of a brother. They already fixed the wedding day. Wedding is coming. They have given the heavy. Looking forward to that great day. Close to the marriage, they went for test. And they discovered the bride was HIV positive. Is that a storm? But thank God the brother ran to God. He was prayed for, prayed and fasted. And the, the bride went for the test again. And the HIV positive became what? HIV negative. So you can see whatever storm you are going through in your body is too cheap for God to do. If only you will believe him for that miracle tonight. Let's go to the second storm. Financial or material storm. Financial or material storm. This comes with lack of money, lack of basic need, lack of food. You don't have money to buy ordinary food. Lack of money to buy clothes. Lack of money to send your children to school that you desire. Lack of money to eat what you want to eat. They are storm. Lack of money to stay in the type of house you want to stay. You're just managing. Or you don't even know where to get the next rent. You have come to church, you don't even know where you are going to get the money to hit tonight. That is a storm. In 1 Kings 17, 8 to 16, 
First Kings 17, 8 to 16, we saw the story of the widow of Zarephath, who, because of lack of money, had a suicidal thought. He said, man of God, I just eat the, the little with me, and me and my child were ready to die. Everything was finished. In 2 Kings 4, 1 to 7, that widow of the dead prophet ran to prophet Elisha. They are about to take my children to become slaves because I don't have money. Money. <laughs> that is a storm. And we read in 2 Kings 6, 24 to 30. The story of two women. One said, today, sister, let's eat your own son. Tomorrow, we will eat my own son. Is that a storm? <laughs> and when the king heard it, the Bible said the king rent his clothes. Say, said, wow, this family has become to this level that people are eating their own children. And somebody said, that is not possible in our days. It is happening live in our days. There was a story we heard in Nigeria of a woman that sold the child. The woman gave back to the child and sold the child for money. And when they arrested the woman, they said, why did you sell the child? They said, oh, listen to my story first. For me, it is better somebody buys that child and feed her than for the child to be in my hand and die of hunger. The little money I take from that sales, at least I will live on that. That is a storm. But thank God the woman never knew that whoever is buying that child probably is going to use the child for rituals. That is a storm. If you are here tonight, you are passing through anything that represents financial storm. I decree that the Jehovah Jireh himself will show up concerning your case. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number three, emotional storm. Emotional storm. This comes with fear. It comes with depression. And even suicidal thought. You're just afraid. Afraid of tomorrow. You're overwhelmed by your problem. To sleep, you're afraid. Even to wake up, you're afraid. Every time, you know, there are some people that sleep. Oh, I, by the time they wake up, oh, I thought I would not wake up again this morning. Do you know there are people like that? That waking up is sorrow for them. Because they don't know what to hit on that day. They don't know what they are going to face the moment they leave that bed. Emotional storm. In Exodus 14, 10 to 30. Exodus 14, 10 to 30. This type of storm does something to a man. It makes you become, I would call it crazy. Because you will start to say what you should not say. And that was the story of Israelite in Exodus 14, 10 to 14. 
when they saw the, the Egyptian by their back, and they looked forward, this is Red Sea. They said, Moses, why did you bring us here? Is there no grave for us to die and be buried in Egypt? We would rather prefer to, be, to stay a slave with Egyptian. Is there a reasonable talk? That is Tom. You begin to speak nonsense. You begin to speak things not reasonable. Because you are passing through emotional storm. But glory be to God in verse 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not. Let me tell your neighbor, fear not. Because God is on your side. Tell the other person, fear not. Because God is on your side. Moses said, fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptian whom you have seen today, ye shall see them no more. I prophesy concerning you, that storm you have seen today, you shall see them no more in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 14 said, the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And in verse 30, you see the victory. Verse 30. The Bible said, Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptian. And the Israel saw the Egyptian dead upon the seashore. By the time you leave out of this place tonight, those storms, you will see them completely dead and turned to great victory in the name of Jesus. Okay, let's look at another example of emotional storm. Okay, this is, this is another graphical one. In 1 Samuel 17, 1-51, we see there the story of Goliath terrorizing a whole nation for how many days? How many days? That means how many people remember their Bible? How many days? 40 good days. Can you imagine a king what a shame. For all 40 days, none of your army and you yourself could face the giant. And the man would come out. Any one of you guys, come and, come and face me. And it was, it was ridiculed the, the God of Israel. For 40 good days, emotional torment. But thank God, when the anointed man of God came, the story changed. Every Goliath terrorizing you and your family. Before the end of today, they will lose their head in the name of Jesus. Malo shakahande. Isaiah 41, 10 to 13. Let me declare this concerning Isaiah 41, 10 to 13. Say, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, and I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish in the name of Jesus. 
verse 12, thou shalt seek them and thou shalt find them. Even them that contended with thee, they that walk against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, with all thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. The Lord will harass for your help in the name of Jesus. Then let's go to the fourth type of storm, marital or family storm. Marital or family storm. This is likened to barrenness, misunderstanding in the family among husband and wife, causing commotion. You know where they say, we are two elephant fight. What happened to the grass under them? What happened to them? When that their mommy is fighting, what happened? The children are not enjoying their life. I need to go to your mother. I need to go to your father. Get out of here! Because there are misunderstanding in the home. There is heat instead of love in the home. Marital storm represents when you have a stubborn child. You are praying, God, where will you change this child? How will this child not be obedient? When you, will you deliver this child of this affliction? Marital, child, marital storm also depicts loneliness when you are single. Loneliness is a disease. Marital storm depicts losses. In Genesis 30, Genesis 30, 1 to 2, and 22 to 23, you can just write that down. We see there Rachel having a suicidal thought because of barrenness. Look at what she said in verse 1. And when Rachel saw that she bore, bear Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children, or else I'll commit suicide. Storm. Marita storm. And see the commotion, verse 2, the misunderstanding. And Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. You see it? Another level of trouble in the family. But glory be to God in verse 22. Verse 22. When it was time, and God, verse 22, and God remembered Rachel. God will remember you tonight in the name of Jesus. Everyone trusting God for the fruit of the womb, I declare today is your day of remembrance in the name of Jesus. In the case of Sarah, in Genesis 15, 5 to 4, Genesis 15, 5 to 4, we know the story. Our own handmaid began to ridicule her. Say, oh, see, 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 see mommy. See mommy in the house. Just once, I am not pregnant. You, you have been here for how many years? Nothing. Useless for nothing. Can you imagine such ridicule? But when it was time, in Genesis 21, 1 to 5, God made Sarah to laugh. Everyone that is in pain, everyone that is weeping secretly, I decree that weeping, that great weeping, will turn to great laughter in the name of Jesus. 
I say it with tongue to great laughter in the name of Jesus. And you are here, you are single. Isaac was in your situation. And to heart to heat, it got to a point that Isaac lost the mother. The mother that was played the role of okay companion. He lost the mother. When it was time, the Lord, through a divine intervention, divine connection, brought Rebecca. I decree every single in this church that truly desire to be married, this year will not pass before the Lord will connect you with that God or their partner in the name of Jesus. I cause every root of loneliness in your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And another family storm, you see it in the life of Eli. Eli went through a family storm that destroyed his destiny. Because of who? His children. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. All our children shall be obedient children in the name of Jesus. Number five, career or academic storm. Career or academic storm. And this is likened to losses, loss of job, failure. You have been trying, you have been trying, just failing. Frustration on job, stagnation, shame. You have the certificate, but the certificate is not doing anything. It's as good as paper. In Luke 5, 1 to 7, Brother Peter failed woefully despite his experience in fishing business. He failed woefully. From evening, he did vigil all through, throughout. People that love fishing, they know the moment you go at night to go and fish, that is when you catch more, isn't it? But this man went to the ocean, caught nothing. That is frustration. But when Jesus intervened in the situation, he had what we call a net-breaking and boat-sinking blessing. That is the type I want. I know some people, they are so holy. They don't want a net-breaking and boat-sinking blessing because their feet will choke them. No. If God give me $10 billion today, he cannot choke one second of me. <laughs> because I know what? You know where the money is going? It's going to mission. Ten billion dollars can never solve the problem of mission in the next ten minutes. Are you with me? It can never. So how will ten billion dollars took my took me for what? For what? But if you so believe it, God is going to give you net breaking and boat sinking blessing in the name of Jesus. During the time of famine, in Genesis 26, 1 and 12 to 14, everybody was, they were going through serious famine, lack. But the Bible says, Isaac sold in the same period, and he reaped hundredfold. And he became an envy. When God said, you will lend to nations, that's what he's saying. That you will lend to nations. 
Many of us will find it difficult to believe, but I strongly believe it. Before I leave this world, I will learn to nation in the name of Jesus. If that represents you, you better see about yourself. The Lord bless me so much that I will be lending to nation. I'll be sponsoring mission, going to nation, lending them the gospel, lending them what they will use to transform their life. And number six, let's begin to round up now. Spiritual storm. And this is what we call demonic bondage and oppressions. You are operating under a strange spirit. You are being influenced to do what you don't know. Why is this thing happening in my life? Or probably it's because of a cause that has been declared concerning you from any angle before you were born. And that storm is still ranging over your life. Spiritual storm. In Luke 13, 11 to 13, we see that the story of that woman for 18 years have been double bent. He couldn't walk straight for 18 years. Not because of a viral infection. Not because he fell down. But because of what? A demonic oppression. In verse 12, and when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from that infirmity. And he, and he laid his hand on her. And that's why tonight we're going to be laying hands on you. I want to believe that as the hand of the man of God are laid on you tonight, you shall be loose of every infirmity in your body in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Matthew 17, 14 to 18, we see there the story of the lunatic boy, the boy that was crazy. He was mad. The father, the father said, when it happens, he will just jump into water. It jump into fire. They have to be holding him. But when he met the Prince of Peace, that demon was cast out. Every demon that has been tormenting anyone here tonight, by the authority in the name of Jesus, I command that demon, out in the name of Jesus! I command that demonic science in your life out in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And finally, sinful storm. Sinful storm. Genesis 3, one to, one to the end, Adam and Eve brought mankind into this storm. And that was the first storm that ever started in this world. The first storm, not the storm of river, of ocean. No, the first storm was the storm of sin. When that storm came upon Adam, shame stepped in. Ridicule stepped in. Separation from God stepped in. And what was the root of it? Don't eat. No, I will disobey the head. Disobedience. Disobedience. And brethren, that is the root of every kind of storm that any man may be going through. Jesus came to give us victory over sinful storm. So if you are here tonight, you are not born again. Tonight is your night to make it right with your God. If you don't change your position, sorry, Sinful storm cannot be calmed.
unless you give your life to Jesus. And if you are here, you are born again, glory be to God. But you are deliberately disobeying divine instruction. Deuteronomy 28.1 made it very clear. Deuteronomy 28.1 It said, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt act diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations. And when you read 20, verse 2 to 14, blessings of all kinds. Financial blessing against financial storm. Health blessing against health storm. Spiritual blessing against spiritual storm. And all manner of breakthrough blessing if you obey. And when you go to verse 15, so if you disobey, this course will follow. So the choice is yours. Now I'll give you two examples and we're, we're going to pray. When you go to the book of Malachi, chapter 3, read from verse 10 down there, 10, 11, 12. It said, you pay your tithe, what will happen? I will bless you. I will open the windows of heaven beyond that which you can contain. But you don't pay your tithe, what will happen? I will send devourer into your life. Not I will send angel to send it. God said, I will send it myself. That is the cause of storm. Sickness, I will send it to you if you don't pay your tithe. In Exodus, let's see another example. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. And said, if thou will diligently act to the voice of the Lord thy God, and we do that which is right in his sight. You see it again? And we give ear to his commandment and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which are brought upon the Egyptian, for I am the Lord that he led thee. God will only do this if you obey. Let's be on our feet. Is anybody here tonight, you are sincere? You, I want you to be sincere with God. You are not born again. You are still living a life of sin. Or you are born again, you are backsliding. And you are struggling with sin. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. You need to make it right with your God today. That sin, that storm you are going through. is the cause of that disobedience in your life. You need to make it right with God tonight. Because there is no way you can be out of that storm unless you make it right with your God. Jesus cannot be in your boat if you are still living in sin. If you are still committing sin, Jesus cannot be in that boat. No, the Jesus I'm preaching to you tonight cannot be in that boat. And you need to make it right with God. You know you are not born again or you are backslid. You want to retrace yourself back unto God. I want to raise your right hand up and I'll pray with you. I don't want to assume that yes, we don't have visitor. Or you know you are still struggling with sin. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. You are falling and you need restoration. Raise your hand up so that I can pray with you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, God bless you. Is anybody again? Is anybody again? Let us pray. I want you to begin to pray, my brother, and say, Lord, here I am. Please have mercy on me.
Forgive me for my sins and restore me back unto you. I promise him that, Lord, I will do it again. I will not do it again. I will not disobey your instruction again. I will cooperate with you. I say, Lord, from today onward, I promise not to go back to that sin again. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your son. And as many taking that decision right now, the grace not to go back to those sins again, receive now in the name of Jesus. Write the name of your children in the book of life and let them begin to experience heaven on heart, peace all around. Because of this decision they have taken today, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, before we call us to come out, we're going to pray one prayer. Mark 4, 39. Mark 4, 39 said, And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. I'm going to say, Father, every storm in my life, every storm in my marriage, every storm in my home, every storm in my career, every storm in my finances, turn them to great miracle. Turn every great challenge in my life to a great miracle. Turn every great financial storm in my life to a great blessing. In the name of Jesus. Are you praying that prayer? Are you praying with the whole of your heart? If you still want to stay with that storm, it's your choice. But when you cry unto him, our God is able to command peace be still. Say, Lord, command peace to every storm in my life. Command peace to every storm in my home. Command peace to every storm in my marriage. Command peace to every storm in my career. Command peace to every storm in my body. In the name of Jesus, every storm in my family, Father, command peace upon them. In the name of Jesus, give me total victory over every storm in my life. Give me, over, give me total victory over every storm in my life. Every great lack in my life, turn them to great abundance. Every great sickness in my body, turn them to great sound health. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.